Let's go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to have to rock and roll others. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay with that. <clears throat> Who knows when PJ is going to be in? So you kind of want to just start this and he can jump in when he gets in. Or kind of have a lot to cover. So <clears throat> go ahead. I'm finishing up the last of my lunch. So, oh, what's for lunch? I'll say you boil. Mm. And um, Ash has a new like sourdough recipe. And sourdough bread she makes is like a thousand times better. But it's hard to keep my hands off it. Wow. Mm-hmm. So a little sourdough with some cheese on top of it. I could do that like probably every day. The crazy thing is we pretty much do that every day. Yeah. Like one step ahead of you. Too hard. Good. It's like once you have sourdough bread, basically everything you you just use the sourdough bread as like a vehicle. Yep. So, hundred percent. Very very challenging. I'm trying not to eat any today, but well, in like desperation mode. Not like the more I guess like the, obviously the less ingredients, the better it is for you. Yep. It's not like good for you, but it's not like bad for you, you know. But it's very versatile, so you can like experiment <clears throat> on like uh, you know, sourdough pizza, fucking sourdough tortillas, bread. Next oh you know, yeah. Next thing you know, you have it with every meal. But yep, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. All right. Well, kind of. I'm gonna do a complete uh, 180 here. Hold on. This thing, ESPN says, Nets GM is working with Kevin Durant and his business manager, Rich Kleiman, on finding a trade for the franchise star. That comes on the heels of, like, I believe Kyrie Irving yesterday, therefore, he's going to stay. Mm-hmm. And I was wanting to leave. Jeez. Okay. I don't want to talk basketball at all, though. So, I don't know if you saw, but... There was reports coming out from credible sources saying that come 2024, USC and UCLA are going to look to move to the Big Ten. Did you see that? Stupid. I saw I'm just going to ask, what's what's your initial reaction? I think it's by far, it's, it'll benefit the Big Ten, but it's like not a good move for UCLA and USC. Because why <clears throat> Big Ten, the USC and UCLA don't play the same style of football as the Big Ten. They don't. I like they would have to totally change like their recruiting, and I just don't think it'll. I mean, I, I say that lightly, I guess, because Ohio State mm-hmm. plays this similar, I guess, but Ohio State could just be the outlier, <clears throat> and I don't think the well, definitely not UCLA, but I just don't know if their style play is going to mesh well against Big Ten opponents. So, uh, I agree with you that the move would benefit the Big Ten, but it wouldn't benefit USC and UCLA because first of all, every 
every person when you say Big Ten, they think Midwest. Mm-hmm. And it just sounds weird that USC and UCLA would be in there. They're as far west coast as you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a way for them to try to stay relevant when it comes to recruiting. Mm-hmm. But it's hard for those two schools already to get big time recruits, especially big time recruits from California. It's a lot of them, especially the quarterbacks, they all go to the big schools in the SEC mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I have, but hold on, but it's going to be almost impossible to recruit somebody away from the Midwest or. East Coast, I think, to come to USC because your biggest sales pitch for USC or UCLA is like the weather, right? You don't have to play in like these freezing cold games and shit. Mm-hmm. But now you're going to have to, your sales pitch is going to be, well, you know, like week five, we go play at Purdue mm-hmm. or fucking at Indiana. That. Yeah. And it's like not as appealing. Those people that are from the Midwest that wanted to get away from that. They're just gonna be like, well, I'll just, I'll just stay home, you know. And I, there's no point to go all the way over there to come back, you know, for a game. I agree. So Here's, it just, yeah. it, it's really, really dumb. I think. Well, while you, while while you were talking about that, two thoughts came into my into my head. Number one, USC and UCLA probably are considering this decision because most of the time a Big Ten school is going to be in the Final Four playoff spots. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the Pac-12 is, like, second tier when it comes to, like, a one-loss team. Like, does a one-loss sure. Pac-12 champion get in over a one-loss Big Ten? You know, so most of the time the, the scale leans towards the Big Ten. So that could be what's driving the driving force behind that. The second one could be <clears throat> there could be other teams that, behind the curtain have like verbally agreed to make that move if for sure UCLA or USC go. So you could probably see well, like a couple other teams coming in, which might drive a couple teams out or something like that. Well, that's what I was thinking. Is there going to be, are they just going to add teams or teams going to leave on the back end? Like a It'll freaking, have to be both. Yeah. Like a Northwestern or something, but it doesn't necessarily have to because you, uh, SEC is just adding teams, but I would to to piggyback on what you were saying. There, Oregon has to be in the conversation somewhere. You, like they've been like a top tier team last probably last half decade, last decade. And uh, but are you guys just going to play in a conference with a bunch of nobodies? It's, <laughs> it's going to kill like their everything. So, but like we kind of talked about this a couple a couple months ago, maybe a year ago, that. That Pac-12 should have added more teams first, and we talked about like BYU, Boise State, or whatever. Yeah. But these knuckleheads, they should have been the ones that recruited. I, I know there was talks about it, but they should have been the ones that recruited Oklahoma and Texas, and they should have kicked some of these like Arizona, some of those teams out. Colorado, you guys are out, and it should have been USC, <laughs> UCLA, Oregon, uh, Washington. And then Texas, Oklahoma, you add in BYU, Boise State. That's that's like a legit conference. Yeah, I agree. Agree. I think but, I think the reason why they probably couldn't do that is because like the Pac twelve network, the revenue from that network is probably not anywhere near what like the SEC network gets or 
because uh, SEC plays on CBS and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. right. My guess is that uh, the revenue is not enough to uh, like incentivize those other top tier college programs to come over and say, "Hey, we'll yeah. come and play in the Pac-12." <laughs> Shit. Right. But I'm sure there's enough money somewhere to figure it out. I, I think that there's probably a good chance that Pac-12 just was like stubborn about it in the beginning. Like, no, we're not budging. You know, we are who we are. Yeah, hardball. And they were like, all right, fuck it. We're going, you know, we're Oklahoma. We're going to the SEC then. Oh, well, see ya. And now it's like, oh, fuck. Well, like, now what do we do? And so, you know, originally when the the story came out, PJ, I don't know if you are caught up to speed, but there's talks of USC, UCLA joining the Big Ten come 2024. But, But originally when I saw the tweet, and before I second, I uh, looked at it a second time. I thought it was they were joining the Big Twelve mm-hmm. because like two teams leaving and USC, UCLA and go to Big Twelve, which I thought made a little bit more sense because it's more like it's priority Texas schools, and it's probably like Justin was saying, similar playing style. And uh, but then yeah, and then it come to find out it's actually the Big Ten, and uh, I don't know, not not too fond of the decision. Do you have any have any uh, leans on that? No, I do not. I'm fucking just <laughs> trying to get my wits about it right now. I'm like rushing to work. So I'm just catching up. Just listening in right now. Yeah. Well, we'll see we'll see what happens. I agree with you about the uh, the Oklahoma the, the Pac twelve nonsense though. I just, yeah. I don't know why. That they're just making making the league even worse. Or the conference, I'm sorry. Yeah, it'll be interesting interesting to see how the the division plays out this year. I think the what could be completely detrimental to the Pac-12 and the Pac-12 brand and this whole rumored move would be if USC like flops this year and they're just like an average team and you know we're we're from the Pac-12 we have this like all-star like roster one of the best college coaches out there and we went like we only won like seven games or something (laughs) You know, and then it's just like, oh, you guys want to come to the Big Ten? Or did you get like an invite? Or are you trying to like invite yourself? <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how it goes. But good story. Do they do like do they do they do like relegations and shit? What oh. the? F- do you live on a fucking Mars? Or no, something? just think, like if you fucking like a team that never wins in their conference, do they get booted or are they just? It's like nope. they're just. Nope. You just every year you got to fucking play, but. Yeah, every year they just stay in the conference. So every every year they, they play each other. But I understand. So let me, I guess let me ask you this: Like, how does one team switch conferences? Is I guess what I'm asking. Well, they're they're probably in some form of agreement, like a contract a contract agreement. Yeah. For X amount of years, and then once that's about to expire, they can explore elsewhere. I believe actually Texas and Oklahoma they may have left early and just did like a buyout or some shit. Correct. I think but, that's what they did. But it's contracts through like the conference, schools, or networks. Both, both. But th- I mean, there's there's conference realignment all the time. Yeah, like back when like the the powerhouse basketball programs were in the Big East. Yeah, and then they all left to go to the ACC or whatever. But yeah, it happens all the time. It's not it's not anything like crazy. But I would have never thought that. USC UCLA would have left the Pac Pac twelve. They're they're right. the ones that I guess I guess that, that's that's why I, I like asked that about relegation. I didn't mean like relegations like how soccer does it. I just thought like um if they're like fucking going oh and ten, oh and sixteen for like 
every year is it their choice to like switch conferences or not well so if i was now like, i get it it's it's all contractual obligation the, the issue with that is that the teams that go 0 and 10 you know or one wins and stuff like that they actually benefit from playing the better teams because they get paid more yep. so it's not there's no reason for them to leave like a stronger conference yeah so you're not gonna if you're not gonna compete at the end of the year it's all about just money exactly 100 yeah. percent. yeah but if I was running the NCAA, I would for sure implement relegation. You would, you would. Uh, I for sure would, would. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Either that or, that's, I mean, I, I, I kind of, my lean on this whole rumor is that it's a, not necessarily a scare tactic, but it's like, like, maybe, I don't know, try and play like hardball. They're, I think they're, what they're going to try to do is get people to come to the Pac 12 instead. It really just doesn't make sense to me, but maybe you'll see some some teams move or something. But um, I think eventually you just get rid of conferences and you just schedule who you want to play. I mean, yeah, if whole, you're going to do like the playoffs that so you're doing. Dumb. Yeah, I, I think uh, they're going to continue doing like the the college football playoffs the way they're doing it. I I agree with that. I, I don't understand why you have conferences and shit that. Yeah, because the the conference championships mean like nothing. <laughs> yeah, literally. I don't know. The, the there's no perfect answer for sure, mm-hmm. and this conversation could could go and expand for forever. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I guess I guess we'll see. What the good thing is it's not for two more years. So yeah, give us something to talk about until that until that happens. But. Yeah. It's good, it's good that football made an appearance here a couple days early before our planned Monday talk about it. Hey, just ease them into it, you know? You know what I had to do, actually, is I had to fucking – I had to, like, Google search the teams in the Big Ten just to refresh my memory. <laughs> Obviously, I know who's in it, but I was like, oh, fuck – You know, I'm, you don't even I'm, think I'm, of, like, the – Yeah, I'm going to huh? need to do this. I'm going to need to do the same thing soon. Oh, I'm sure you are fucking thinking of relegation and shit. Mm-hmm. No, that's not. I, mean, uh, I guess it wasn't the right off. word. I guess it wasn't the right word. Nah, I, know. I know. But <laughs> but the uh, ACC also did something a couple of days ago where they introduced like a five three three schedule. I don't know if you guys saw that. No. I don't have it in front of you, but essentially it was uh, each team in the ACC has three teams that they're going to play every year for – the next four years, I think it is it three teams. Oh, let, me, let me pull it out. So I don't want I don't want to talk like incorrectly about it. It is where to go. Okay, just pulled it up. Damn it! Let me ask you Man. this while you're looking. Mm-hmm. Did you hit that two team yesterday? Fuck no. <laughs> Dude, what did they? I had fucking no runs in the first inning, and yep. um, and whatever game that was, it was the uh, I think it was the Mariners or no, 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 it was the Mariners Orioles game. I think no, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was the Miami Marlins. Yeah, pulling it up right now. It was Miami yep. Marlins and the St. Louis Cardinals. It was, I think it was zero zero up into the fourth innings. So that was like easy hit, and then I had over one and a half total bases. Chris Taylor, Chris Taylor, and he had one. But like all the way up oh. until like the seventh or eighth inning, the options for that total base play 
It was either Chris Taylor, Cody Bellinger, or Max Muncy. Uh, Up until that point, those three people were like 0 for 12 combined. And then Bellinger hit a, uh, hit a home run in the eighth uh, inning. Stupid. Oh, Fucking such a waste. I, uh, I yeah. can't even talk about baseball until I was, about, I was just about to say baseball is not being good to us right now. I feel like no, it's one it's of the not. harder sports to bet, um, like player props. If you were just doing like matchups head to head, money, I think it's it's much easier. Well, let, let me get to that in just a second. Okay, I found the schedule. So, so it says each team will play three primary opponents annually, and the other ten league teams you play. Two times during the four-year cycle, one at home, one away. Okay, so for example, they have like Boston College. There are three primary opponents that they'll play every year until 2026: is Miami, Pitt, Syracuse. Then Clemson's is Florida State, Georgia Tech, NC State, oh, so on and so forth. Cupcakes. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, who got <laughs> fucked and has to play like? Clemson and Miami or some shit like that or who got the hardest schedule and who got the easiest schedule. That's what I was looking for. It's pretty it's pretty even. Like nobody got uh, Wake Forest and Duke or Duke and Syracuse. Shit like that. So seems relatively even. Of course they gave Miami a Florida State. Did they, that. did they include Notre Dame in that or no? No, 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 no. I wonder if Notre Dame had any influence in like that, uh, like strategy, like those game strategies, like allowing them to play a little bit more out of conference and stuff like that. Well, well, they'll still play five. Wait, hold on. The other ten league teams, two times. Yes, um, I would have to pull up somebody's schedule. But you're still playing other SEC opponents or ACC opponents. It's just not the same ones every year. It like rotates. Mm, I wonder. Okay, so I wonder if like, Clemson, but it probably Clemson being so dominant in the conference the last like decade that it's just like, all right, we got to change it up here to give wow. someone else a chance because it's, saw, it's almost like the ACC is going to become the next irrelevant. Yeah, they're very like mid-major almost. Until some of those teams become relevant, but I don't know if you saw what I tweeted on Twitter. Basically, what you just said, like, at what point is Clemson going to leave? If they want to, if they're going to want to stay relevant, they're going to need to. I just don't know why they don't go play in the SEC. I have no. I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know because you're relying on these other. It's just. It's just like. It's just like the Pac-12. It's exactly like that. You have like one like dominant team, and a couple decent teams, but your decent teams aren't better than the better teams in other conferences. Well, so, you, can you you can't be in the same conference and play in the college championship, can you? Uh, yes, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. But Georgia played Alabama. Oh uh, yeah, good good point. Yeah, but they. I was going to say that. That's probably what. I'm sure they. They uh, manipulate the rankings to make it not your first game, so they wouldn't put an SEC team first and fourth. They would try not to, right? But if they if you end up playing in the last game, then it is what it is. But I don't know. The whole like playoff thing is kind of dumb. <laughs> like it's 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 not a perfect system. It's never going to be 
Yeah, no, no. Like it's, I just feel like there's too many, uh, too many teams. <laughs> like you need to yeah, we'll figure I mean, it out for like a like a like a little playoff like that. Still yeah. makes sense. It should be like they should do like the old fucking like how the men's basketball tournament is like March Madness. I like to see that. Yeah, well, th- there is talks about expansion of the playoffs, but but even then, it doesn't matter how many teams you expand if there's only one dominant team year in year out, one or two, you know. Ooh, yeah, sixty-four long- teams, and then it's Alabama wins in the end. The longer, <laughs> the longer the playoffs are, though, the more chance the dominant team is going to get upset. Upset. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's that's kind of what I'm saying. You, you can't can't account for like injuries and shit. And I think it'd just be more interesting and more entertaining from like a betting standpoint too. Well, I think oh, go ahead. Like a football bracket. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm in favor of like a almost like a power five playoff where it's. You do like ten regular season games, and that's like a five game playoff or something like that, where it's you have less time to. I'm not. I'm not like in favor of having less time to like scout your opponent, but um, the the I think it's like two weeks or something like that between the last um, right. between like the championship game. It's just it's too much time. I think. I yeah. think it would be smart, kind of what you guys are both saying. The perfect solution would be to have multiple playoffs for multiple like awards or trophies or whatever, because there's so many teams. Like obviously, like professional sports, you have freaking thirty teams or whatever on average, and so that seems reasonable to be paying for one trophy. But when you have like hundreds of football teams all competing for one trophy, that's like it just. It, yeah, it's they like should make, outdated, outdated to me. It should, just doesn't make sense. They should make a playoff bracket for each New Year's Six Bowl. And I don't know how you would set up the like the playoff alignment, but maybe you just qualified and then it's in a raffle. They put in the fucking the, the wheel ball and pull out teams. <laughs> and like the, eight, there's a four fourteen bracket for each New Year's Six. Twenty-four uh-huh. teams. It's just you know, it's just, it's random. It's not. There's no bias. It's, it's uh, you you know, like I said, you put all the teams in there that qualify for it, and then start pulling them out randomly. Uh, sure, that, anything's better. Than <laughs> that, that, just, just that alone I, would be in play already. Because I. This last season, it was there was a little bit more parity, but it's always been Bama. Bama was the best team. Who's going to play Bama in the end, and how much are they going to lose by? Right. And so my one of my thoughts back then, a couple of years ago, was you just have Bama and whoever is number two play for their own trophy, right? And then everybody else plays in a playoff. Outside of that, to see who got "quote unquote" third place, because it doesn't, it's not, it's not even worth it. It's not even fun to watch, you know. You think, like Notre you think Dame Bama will ever be bad? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Saban leaves, no, it's going to get interesting with this NIL thing to see because a lot of people that go to Alabama go because of the um, the money they'll get on the back end, right? Going to the NFL, but when right. like they get money up front, it might encourage them to go to like a USC or something like that versus Alabama. because it's like like why if I'm getting paid it can't it sounds kind of dumb and this is why people don't like NIL but the players 
their thought processes. Why am I going to like do all this work Seriously. To, to try to earn a spot, starting spot in Alabama to maybe make it to the NFL or something like that where I can just go somewhere else and get paid on an NIL deal. Like, yep. No, like there, there's deals up to like 10 million almost now. Yeah. Well, that's, right. that's why uh, Louisville has been getting all these like top tier recruits. And it's like, what the fuck Louisville? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they're probably they're probably just getting these humongous NIL deals. So that's why I, I was referencing the Cover Three podcast the other day, and they were the ones that brought it up. And uh, they were saying, "Fucking uh, Papa John's is like paying all these people." And uh, there's there's probably a lot more truth to that statement than probably than you would think. So yeah, it definitely just comes down to money. So to answer your question. Yes. Do I think Alabama or, or, or will ever be bad? Yes. Yeah. Probably sooner rather than later. I think that's just dangerous. They're giving college kids all that fucking money. Well, it's a business. I, I believe I believe they deserve money. You know, I, I'm all for that. The Ten million, dude. You're going to college. You're fucking 18 years old, away from home for the first time, probably. That's. I, I feel like most people would not make it to the NFL. In that, that aspect, and they don't need to. Yeah, yeah, no, they You're don't smart. need to. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's something that has it's going to take time to determine whether it was smart or not. But I'm in favor of it. I like it. Yeah, I could just but see it, somebody that blowing that money, dude, like all of it, bankrupt before they even hit the NFL. I, I come from a place is of, from someone who's experienced it a little bit. Yeah. And if I, I would, I would accept the NIL deal from fucking McDonald's if it meant <laughs> some like free food and some cash in my pocket. Absolutely. Sure. That's so when you said Papa John's paying them, I'm like shit, you give me free pizza all of like my four years of college. Like we might have a deal there. Yeah. So it, it, <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. But yeah. I don't know. It's only a matter of time before it gets ruined somehow. Right. Fucking pain him and blood money and shit. Absolutely. Yeah. You know that shit's already happening. Right. Yeah. The old Speaking of yeah. Papa John's. Mm. <laughs> when we were at playing college ball, I think we got Papa John's maybe like once a week. No. <laughs> Papa John's? I think it was Papa John's, wasn't no, it? Oh, uh-uh. It was a spot called uh, what was it, Ray's or some shit. No, I don't think so. I yeah. think Papa John's, no? I don't know. I, I forget. With the garlic dip or something like that? No? That's either Papa John's or Pizza Hut, Blair. It, it definitely wasn't Pizza Hut. I tell you. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, maybe it was Papa John's. I, I don't know. Okay, ult- ultimate Pizza. <laughs> ultimate Pizza? Fucking trash-ass places. Oh, interesting. So good. But, all right, we want to... We want. Uh, what are you gonna? What's your approach to the slates today? Well, I guess just baseball. Yeah. Um. Today's like the take it easy day. Ah, nice. Because tomorrow's the try to double up day for Saturday. <laughs> so. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I have a. I sent you a two-team tennis party this morning, and of course, Halep won, but she didn't win under nineteen. And she didn't cover the spread either because I had her on the spread. So. Nice. I still have the future bet on her though. Oh, nice! You took it. Nice. Yeah, okay, I think I'll it was like that. five bucks to win eighty or something like that. 
But after that hit, I went, went and straight bet the second leg of that parlay, which was over like 40 and a half games in this D. Manoir and Draper match. And uh, first first set went 12 games. Second set, it's either going to go 10 or 12 games. So looking good right now. But I'm going to have to do, until this bet clears, I'm going to have to do either DraftKings or figure out a straight bet to do. But right. if you're not if you're not going to be pulling up any. I have it all up right now. Let's go. The only thing is, there's nothing that's like. I have like a very like a MME play, mm. but it might be like where I'm gonna just do like a long shot, and if it doesn't hit, then movie night or something, you know. But <laughs> hey, just fun. I'm just gonna have some fun. Yeah, no stress. So, um, what's all about? Um, when I pull up the top pitchers. Aaron Nola is number one. Okay. And if you watch his last game, he looked pretty much unhittable. Okay. Did you watch his last last outing or not? I think we had something in that. Maybe yeah. not, but yeah, he just I, no. We had a DraftKings and we faded Aaron Nola. So yeah, we were that's what like, it was. hoping for someone to like get a hit against. Him or yeah, like we were that. hoping for the Padres to get a hit. That's what it was. I think I'm going. To attack him again this against week. him, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm pulling up all of like the batter versus pitcher matchups. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of strikeouts against him, but when I sort by home runs, one, two, three, five out of the top seven bats are brave bats. Okay, but then you also have. Two, um, two guys from the Reds in the top seven too. So, um, I'm kind of thinking to fade the chalk at pitcher and get some like positive leverage with Braves, okay, and then go that route. Good, perfect. Because Braves is the first game, perfect. Oh, you know what? I can't watch the damn Atlanta games. It's okay. I'll, I'll let you know, pitch by pitch. Yeah. Okay. Dude, yes, you can download Dofu Sports on your fucking phone. No, I don't want it on my phone. I want to watch it on my 55-inch TV that I have in my room. <laughs> Cast it. <laughs> Cast it like a fishing rod. <laughs> <laughs> but there's um, there's no other, like, real, like, batter versus pitcher things that are catching my attention here. Mm-hmm. Um, the top – I don't see – all. not all the games have the umpire assigned yet. So, mm-hmm. Still waiting on that, but you're looking at one of the top games is going to be Houston Yankees top K boost. Mm. Oh my god, they play again. Sheesh. Severino is pitching. I don't know who's pitching for Luis Garcia for the oh, top yeah. shows. So um, let me see here. Where is Severino? Severino has negative leverage. Garcia has a little bit of positive leverage. So, like I said, I might just enter it into like the the big, you know, 150 multiple entry one, and just pray, just do something weird. Like I said, it's gonna be like a low risk stage for me today. Okay, well, get, try to steer me in the direction of the best best bet available. Okay, so the top stacks are the the Reds, and like I mentioned earlier, two of the guys on the Reds are in the top seven for home runs against the pitcher. So, okay, Reds okay. might be a decent play. 
All right. Let me C- let me pull up the betting lines. Go ahead. Okay. Cubs are number two, and then Cubs also came up the most in the uh, optimizer stack. They oh, play yeah. each other. What the heck? Okay. Well, there you go. Over game. <laughs> over. Yeah. The over under is already at ten and a half. Yeah. It's who's pitching for these guys? Ashcraft and Kyle Hendricks. They're both the bottom two pitchers on the top pitchers <laughs> metric. Hey, so we fixed. That was easy. Yeah. So. I guess uh, over in that game. <laughs> the over 10 is juiced to minus 120, so I'm going to take that once my tennis bet clears. Mm-hmm. As you can tell, balling on a little bit of a budget here. Mm-hmm. So, and everyone is right now with these fucking gas prices. <laughs> Not me. I don't fucking drive ever. <laughs> Tennessee is like four, it's coming down a little bit, like 423. Yeah, be there soon. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be waiting. Yeah. Okay, let me let me pull this up. The the site I use also has like a top batters tool, mm-hmm. and then let's see, like home run percentage. You got Aaron Judge is number one, Schwarber, Jordan Alvarez, Vladimir Guerrero, Stanton. Matt Wilson. Like Vladimir Guerrero, senior? (laughs) (laughs) Junior. (laughs) Patrick Wisdom from the Cubs. So if you're going to do Cubs stack or whatever, make you get him. Kyle Tucker, Austin Riley, Acuna, Seth Brown. Uh, Let's see. Who's the next Cub? Who's the Cubs playing again? Reds? Yep. Drury. And then uh, I would get Votto if you can. Votto. Hey, Vato. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think, uh, is Tommy Pham playing? Or the Cardinal? Oh, no, no. He plays for the Milwaukee, Milwaukee right? No, he plays for Cincinnati. Oh, shit. I would get, um, okay, Wisdom, Vato, Pham, maybe. They don't have their fucking lineups out. I know, first. I know, I know. Or uh, in the Moose Dockets, possibly, as well. Moose. Yeah. Okay, I kind of like that. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna. I didn't get into a, a big tournament. If you're gonna do that, just get Aaron Nola then. Well, well, okay. let me see. What about an SP two? Hold on. Yeah, because they're the Cincinnati Reds and the Cubs are only a little bit of negative leverage. So you have like almost a negative five percent if you get both of them, and then Aaron Nola alone is a negative thirty percent. And leverage. So you need SP2 needs to be like Musgrove against the Dodgers or Brubaker. Brubaker. Milwaukee. Yeah. One of those two. Okay. Or are you, are you like. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll probably basically just your go options. Brubaker. I like him. He's decent. Serviceable. Let me see if I don't get, get fucking shelled. Let me see if there's any like. Let's see here. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it looks like they've played Brubaker like twice. Rough them up or what? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here. Ouch. Adamas is two for five. Wait, I'm sorry. Two for five in a walk. So he's batting 400. Uh, let's see. And a home run. Okay, I'm okay with home runs. Mm-hmm. Tyrone or 
Tyrone Taylor is two for four, batting 500. He has a double and a triple. Let's see. Rowdy Tellez is one for two, batting 500. With a home run. Uh, Navarez is – you don't have to worry about him, batting 100. Okay. Good. Urias is two for nine with a walk and six strikeouts. Hmm. Colton Wong is one for four, batting 250. Keston Hira, one for 11. Trash. Big time. Uh, fell off. Big time. <laughs> he swings at everything. That's why. Okay. Christian Yelich is two for nine, a home run and a walk, batting 222. So is it, there's only a couple guys that. You gotta be I, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna actually get creative. Well, I like the Brew Baker play. Let's see. Logan Gilbert came up a couple times in the optimizer. <laughs> he was gonna be my second option, just because they're playing at Oakland. Which I mean, if you get if you get it on the right day, Oakland. Just do like zero production. So. You know what? You can't get him because he's the second um, top pitcher. Yeah. And he's also garnered like getting like negative twenty percent leverage. Okay, so, so your whole yeah. team would be negative. Be negative leverage. leverage. Yeah, yeah. You, would, you wouldn't even catch. Yeah. Okay. Now stay away from that. I'll go mm-hmm. fucking Brubaker. Done. Taking the over in the Reds game. I'm taking a uh, game stock Reds Cubs with. Uh, Nola and Brubaker. And I'll do like last man in from maybe a, a home run. How much, how much do you have left? How much do you have left over? Oh, I haven't even built it. Let me let me do it really quick. Okay, Nola and Brubaker. And then from Cubs, you say get wisdom. Thirty seven hundred, that's pretty good. Um who else did you say to get from Cubs? Or it was all from Reds? Uh, the Reds, right? Yeah, Vado, Mustakis. Vado. Wait, hold on. Shit. Who's this fucking person? Which is, uh. I can't get Vado. Wisdom plays third base. Vado plays first. And of course, Mustakis is first base, third base eligible. So I can't, can't get him. Cross out. Mustakis, okay, because the next person I would say I is uh, Drury, and he's also a third base. Third baseman, my good. He might be outfield or shortstop. Let me see. Let me see. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Okay, here's the top players that came up from the Cubs. Hap came up like ninety nine percent of the time. Oh, fucking guy. Okay. Morel. Okay. Patrick Wisdom. 97% of the time. Horner. And then Wilson Contreras. Fuck that. <laughs> fucking Drury's very expensive. So is Tommy Pham. Drury, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess He's that's a way to get to get like, different is this but um, hold on I'm gonna have to then, fucking wisdom out I think India came up the most for the Reds player and then Votto came up second fam third at 6% Mustakas 
three percent. Probably because they're just a little bit more expensive than the Cubs. Okay, so I'll, I'll let me see. Drury from Cincinnati with India and Vada and then Morel. And then I'm going to like Horner. I think if you want to get different, mm. stack Reds and okay. add in Fam and whoever the other guy you say because they're more expensive. So people are not going to like lean towards that. I basically have a, I think I already have a four person stack on Cincinnati. Vado, okay. India, Drury, Fam with Perfect. Morel. And then I have catcher, shortstop, outfield, 12,000 left. Let me get catcher first. <laughs> Just go fucking all it. <laughs> no, fuck no. Let's see. Uh, okay. Out of 200 lineups, Contreras came up the most, and then Jan Gomes came up second. Okay. Only two people. They play on the same team. Wow. I'll sort by catcher, top bats. Wilson Contreras came up the most, and then Will Smith second. Okay. Well, or go Jan Gomes. Yeah, I just got to make sure he's in the lineup, but. Okay. He's going to be at half the ownership of Wilson Contreras. Yeah, definitely. All and right, he's well $2,000 less, basically. I could pay up for a bopper uh, outfield, Judge, Stanton, Judge, mm-hmm. Judge, and a 3,100 shortstop. Dubon from Astros, uh, IKF from Yankees. He said 31? 31. Okay, let's see. Top value. What about um? Damn, you can't get Horner, huh? Um, I don't think so. He's thirty-three hundred. Darn it! What about Kyle Farmer? How much is he? Thirty-six. Eight. Um. I mean, if is there anyone else that you wanted to plug in? Who's no. The, the the most uh like fantasy points per dollar percentage is Taylor Walls. Okay, he's I saw him. Tampa Bay. Twenty two hundred. That'll do. It's gonna give you a little bit more salary if you want to well, use it. Don't think I need it unless I wanted to upgrade pitcher. No. The uh Contreras. No. Okay, speak. Yeah. I'm trying to pull it up as full as like fucking trying to guess what I'm going to say. Hold on. We finished uh, our sentences, you know? I can, I can upgrade that moral play. I feel and get either half at 3,800. Yeah. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter because they're – okay, half came up 99.5% of the time. So 199 times out of 200. Yeah. Morel came up 98.5. So they're both like right there. The mm-hmm. difference is Morel's batting leadoff projected, Hap's batting third. All right. I- I'm going to lock in. I like my lineup. I hate getting a fucking subpar leadoff hitter. All right. Yeah. So you're fading one and two from the Cubs, Contreras and Morel? Yep. Okay. I'm sure it's gonna bite me in the ass, but probably not. It's, you're just you're stacking the same game everyone else is. You're just being a little bit different. 
Yeah, which is going to allow you to eat up some of that negative leverage. I don't care if I fucking win a dollar. I just don't want to get fucked. You know? You need to <laughs> be on the winning side of things here. Literally, okay. Maybe we can make this the last talking point unless anyone has anything else. But uh, the thing I hate the most about drop games and even in it's I've only been doing single entries. But in if you broke down the data of my entries, the first the first half of the slate always cashing, always up there. I'm like, dude, okay, I just need you know my guys keep going. I got my pitchers going. The trend should be I should end in the top hundred or where every time the second half of the slates, I just start going down and down and down. No matter if my guys are getting scoring points, always going down. And then I'm like teetering on that last caption spot. That's the that's the sole reason why you have to get some positive leverage. Because everyone, you basically, like we talk about it all the time, you basically just get like blinded out. Yeah. You know, like you yep. guys are scoring, but everyone else has the same guy. You know, you're not making any money. You guys are splitting. You know, it just. Yeah. yeah. That's why you have to get some positive leverage. And oh. when I was when I was at my computer, looking into that is when I made the most money. You know, for sure. I picked my team around it. So. For sure. Let's see. Real if quick, Ryan. Today. Yes. This leverage nonsense. It should be your next uh, instructional video. <clears throat> I could try. I could try. I could definitely try. It's probably would be easier for Justin to do it, but I know it's still doesn't have a fucking updated computer. But because nope. it's easier to walk them through it when they're when you're looking at the the stats. So. For those that are confused on what I'm talking about, uh, if you head over to Mix Group on YouTube, MCKS Group on YouTube, uh, we're starting to put out some basically like instructional videos on like if you're unsure of the scoring charts on price, just things yep. like that. More, more to come. I think there's one right now, but working on more. Yep. I won't be able to do one today because I'm with the baby by myself. Thanks. About to get up right now, but. Yeah, maybe I'll do another one tomorrow on like tennis specific or something like that. But yeah, easier for some people. It's easier just to hear it told to them instead of like have to read it and interpret it. That's, interpret it. That is yourself. that's me a hundred percent. So I agree. Yeah. Yep. Anything else for the good of the cause? Um, last thing I'll add is when um, the metric that I look at for umpires once they gets assigned to the specific games that might change um yeah like sp1 and sp2 but as far as like the bats go we're pretty rock solid on okay. the game yep sounds good make sure you send me can you send me this link yeah i'm gonna try to upload it before the uh, slate starts okay okay yep all right stay hydrated <laughs> <Sir>. <laughs>